I asked if you were ready to record and your response was to open a soda near the mic. Yeah. Well, I guess it's not a soda. It's a, it's a hard soda. It's a cider. Platu Ferrata Nectar. Okay. Curious Creeps. Uh, little tiny change in plan. So we were supposed to do this on Friday the 13th with our friend Luke and uh, Jake was there. Jake was there. Um, we couldn't get the equipment to work though. And so it is actually Saturday the 14th, but we're still in the uh, Friday the 13th spirit. It's still the weekend. It's still the weekend. Uh, the world is still crumbling. So I mean, that counts. Um, we have our living room uh what would you call that window door thing? It's our sliding glass door. We got the blinds open so we can see the woods. Yeah. So, I mean, that kind of counts. Yeah. We got the lights mostly off. There so might it's a spooky be a machete vibe. somewhere around here. There's definitely a machete in this apartment. I don't think there is, actually. You sure? I think that's what, like the one item I want. Because I don't have it. You've had a machete. I promise you. I once held up a machete and said, Hey, Adam, why do you have this machete? I don't think so. Okay. I don't know where it is. I'm going to find it and prove to you. It's probably in the closet or something. So packed away. But anyway, so it's just me and Adam today. Um, and we are going to watch the original 1980 Friday the 13th. That's right. So, yeah. The um, one without Jason. The what? What? Spoilers. Uh, well, <laughs> I think it's. Technically, no. Jason is in this movie. He's mentioned. No, he's in the movie. Is he? You're forgetting the ending. I am. It's been a while. Look. We didn't get very far yesterday because somebody That's true. fell asleep. Okay. When we finally started the movie, well, okay, we got over to Luke's at, what, like 8 o'clock? And yeah, Jake wasn't going to be there till 9.30, but when we finally started setting up the equipment, it was 11, and then when we gave up, it was like 12.30. I had to work today, sir. Yeah, for two hours. It would have been longer if I would have gotten more than five hours of sleep. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we're doing a little watch along. Um, we might be pausing to, you know, take breaks, get food, go to the bathroom, that kind of stuff. So periodically, I will uh, let you know what um, time code we're at, I guess. Sure. Um, in the movie. So for people. Oh, what? yeah. Following along. Yeah. So they don't get lost. Okay. I'm not going to say, like, hey, we've been recording for one hour. and But uh, strap in. It's going to be kind of a long one because this movie is, what, an hour 35? So, yeah. Yeah. All right. You ready? Let's do it. Okay. And here we go. Pressing play now. All right. Let's start. Strong Jeez. violence, strong nudity, strong sexuality. Moderate foul language. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I did that yesterday. 
And it was funny. See, that's the thing. We made some jokes yesterday. Fun fact. Did you know that uh, Sean Cunningham was actually a softcore porn guy? Did not. Yeah. And he saw Halloween and he was like, there is something to this. uh, It sounds a lot like. Well, I mean, you can use your imagination with porn. (laughs) All right. But uh, he kind of screwed up the formula, though, and. I don't know. I'm a little uh, sore about it, I guess. Because, like, if you watch the original Halloween, it was about, like, girl power. And this is, like, all girls get naked and have sex and then you die. Oh, yeah. And that's where you get that rule where if you have sex, you you die in horror movies. That's right. You gotta stay a virgin. Yeah. Because that's what Friday the 13th does. All right. We are in the cabin. Yeah. POV shot. And of course, you can hear the famous. The ch- 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 <laughs> Do you know what that actually is? I did. You told me. Did you forget it? It's a kill ma. Because the guy that was doing the sound design said that he realized or whatever that. Um, spoiler alerts. Jason's mom hears these voices in her head, and so he's like, "Oh well, she's hearing kill ma." That's what he did. I, thought gotcha. that was, I thought that was a really cool choice. All right, so these POV shots are, are, are hurt, right? Mm, yes, yes. Yeah, because she's the one that kills them. Because we're in 58 right now. We're in 1958. We got some uh, camp counselors singing some... Some Jesus I, songs. Some Jesus songs. That's the thing. Is this a Jesus camp? Because that's the only explanation that I would have for why I would be singing Jesus songs at a camp. As well, a I mean, it's Hallelujah. I mean, everyone sings Hallelujah. No, it's not Hallelujah. It's a. Uh, is that what it's called? Oh, I, mean, I don't know. It's well, it's uh, I, Michael Will Your Boat Ashore. I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> it might be a Jesus camp. I mean, the irony of somebody getting murdered for having sex at a Jesus camp, though. Come on. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> Come on, this religious place put out you know. That would, <laughs> sir, please. You apologize right now for that. All right, we got two teenagers making out. Because, of course. That's what you do at Jesus Camp. That's what you do at Jesus Camp. I mean, I don't know. I never went to, like, I mean, I guess I went to, like, vacation Bible school, but that was, like, a three-hour thing during the day. I went to Dare to Share, and that was like a week. It wasn't like a camp. Yeah. It was like a one night thing. That's where I met Jake for the first time. Really? Yeah, a religious thing. So what is that? Uh, it's like a big convention, and then it has a whole bunch of re- religious guys go up there and talk about loving Jesus. Oh, okay. And then I guess I have been on like mission trips and stuff. Yeah, like I guess that. I guess it's a kind of yeah. Because like the Sunday we'd all go out and somebody had to knock on doors and. Have you, have you heard the word of the Lord? Yeah, yeah. We were, <laughs> no, it was spreading the gospel. Right. Okay, here we go. So we got another POV shot. We got the two teenagers making out. Uh, Claudette. She has a name. The teenager? Or the... Yeah, teenager. Oh. Her name's Claudette. I've See. been talking to you. I don't know. It says on the, on the thing. That's how I knew. Oh, okay. Barry. So we got Barry and Claudette over here. All right. Some very confusing names. All right. 
So they're getting ready to do the deed. And we got this POV shot at the top of the stairs, just watching them, which is Wait, very what, creepy. What is, what is the man's not made out of stone? Is he trying to like, get foreplay? <laughs> like, is that what that means? I think it's a, a Bible quote. Okay, so here you can see clearly it's someone that they know because they're like, oh, we sorry. Like, we, were just we weren't doing anything. Oh, we got screaming. All right. Oh, and he falls down. He's been, we assume he's been stabbed because he's uh, in his stomach and he's bleeding. Why didn't you just run closer to the yeah, See, that's what I'm talking about. These early slasher films make girls look like stupid damsels. Ooh, slow motion shot. And she's trying to run. This effect is pretty cool, actually. Uh, now we're zooming in on her face. <laughs> we're assuming she's dead. Well, also because later they say those teenagers got killed. Friday the 13th! Coming at ya! And the glass shatters for no reason. It's a good effect. Also, is it ever explained why this movie is called Friday the 13th? Except for the fact that at the very beginning they say it's Friday the 13th. I should look into that. I feel like Sean Cunningham is probably just like. Halloween. Well, we need a, we need another holiday type thing. <laughs> Tom Savini. Tom Savini did the special effects makeup, and I forget that often. I am here for Tom. We need to do an episode about Tom Savini because holy shit, that man is uh. I adore in everything he does, he's done directing, he's done, uh, most notably the special effects, but he's done acting, like, he's just a well-rounded kind of man. Victor Miller is Long way from softcore porn. Well, not really. That's true. <laughs> I was gonna say. Alright, so now we're in some kind How of town. How do you want to improve your career? It says Friday, the Friday, June 13th, the present, but we're in the 80s. I mean, there is a porn that I, I haven't watched it, obviously, but I've seen that it exists and it's Halloween. Yeah. But it's a porn. Well, almost every movie or TV show has a porn parody of it. Yeah. Like, I'm very curious to know what the storyline of the porn is. He's going to kill me, but first. <laughs> All right, so we've got a young girl and she's got like one of those uh, like backpackers, packs. Um, Imagine backpackers. Imagine backpacking through Europe. Yeah, she's got one of those, and she sees a little doggy. She's walking up to him. She's just walking through this town. We're not sure why yet. Oh, she just saw that dog's penis. I guess that's what you want when you first see a dog, is to check to see if it has a penis. All right. She's putting her pack back on, and she's walking away. Also, you're about to see something that you see in, like, all of these, where it's a small town, and she walks into the bar, and everyone just looks at her, and it's like, what? It's Black Cat Day in Crystal Lake. So, I asked you this yesterday, but, uh, so if it's bad luck for a black cat to cross your path, what does it mean if a black cat, if you wake up and a black cat is laying on your chest on Friday the 13th? There's the watch shot. Oh, they're all looking at her. Because she just asked for Camp Chris. What is it? About 20 miles? 
Everyone's oh, looking at her like, you great. Can open that place again? Good luck. That's also the lady with the pointy glasses. They're opening that place again? What about this? Alright, okay, so yeah, some cool. creepy strange man is taking her to Camp Crystal Lake, which again, it's the, the 50s. 80s. No, this is the 80s. Oh, okay. This is 1980 right now. The 80s is a different time. Oh, and here we go. Oh, look, okay, I'm looking. Good at you. Like, I would be so creeped out by that. It's Ralph. It's Ralph. Here's what we see also quite often the uh, crazy old man. Yeah, that's like, stay out of there. It's got a death curse. It's got a death But yeah, if some random, uh, that guy has to be like in his 50s at least. And he put his hands on her butt. Yeah, he literally just broke her. He just put his hands on her butt to get her into the truck. But if he was just like, are all the girls up there as pretty as you, and you as a teenage girl, like, haha, kinda, I'd be so creeped out. And then he touches your ass. He's literally driving you into the woods. I tell you, it's causing problems enough for your boss with all that. He didn't have true crime podcasts. That's true. Not damn nuisance. All right, now we're driving. We're driving in his truck. And you can see we're pretty secluded. We're driving on some, uh, not backcountry roads, but like, you know, we're, we're definitely not in a city. Yeah, this guy works for an oil supply company. His own oil supply company. Oh, he owns it. I'm assuming because his name's on the truck. Good for you, man. Yeah. Hardworking small business. Oh, your boss. Hey, Christy. Oh, I'll be cooking for you. Yeah. 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 Oh, she's the cook. I know. She was supposed to replace Jason's mom. Oh, which is maybe why she's, no. spoiler alert, the first to die. Well, she's not technically the first to die, but yeah. Well, no, like, in the 80s. In this group? Because this is, what, 12 years later? No. 22 years later? What's 80 minus 58? So here's what I love about late 70s, early 80s horror. <laughs> the acting is so bad but it's like they're trying and a lot of these people it's like their first movie so you can't even blame them which like that's never explained that there's a bunch of fires you know that the two kids get killed and there was a drowning hang on that's a lot of money I can't that's a lot of money. Like now, imagine what, what it would be worth. I can't. Oh, she can't quit, babe. Why? She's a no. And he and he just called her dumb. And I never understood that line. She just goes, "You're an American original." I've never understood that. And also, he just said that his niece's head was full of rocks. And he just called her dumb again. But yeah. to be fair, she hit him with the "I'm not a pretty ghost." Right. Which is what you say right before you find out that your house is haunted as shit. I'm just saying. Watch any of the Conjuring movies. But yeah, see, Elston Oil Supply. Alright, so she's getting out. He, he just dropped her off super randomly by, like, a, uh, a cemetery. 
And we don't really know why. He never says, like, I'll take you halfway. I don't think. No, no they said something. Oh, did they? That. Okay, never mind. I wasn't paying them. All right, so now she's walking down the highway. She's got her pack on. She's, you know, full of enthusiasm. And she's like, I'm going to do good in the world. I'm going to start my new job and cook for 50 kids. And nothing's right. going to go wrong. Okay, so now we've got a truck with southern banjo music playing. We got our teenagers. All right, here they come. And we've got there a young you go. Kevin Bacon. You're going to think of the other gorgeous women in Kevin Crystal Lake besides yourself. I don't know if any of these other actors I didn't know. I just know, I mean, obviously, I don't know. Well, I mean, you hear that a lot of stories about how they're doing Yeah, like, it was just something, like, cool to Because, again, like, in the 70s, the 80s, like, getting into a movie was not it wasn't a hard thing to do. So a lot of these people are just like, oh yeah, this would be a cool thing for me to do. And that's again why you get some really bad acting. But it makes for some really fun moments. Alright, so we're in Camp Crystal Lake and there's a creepy shirtless man chopping wood very incorrectly. <laughs> it looks like he's like, um, oh, what are those things? Pickaxe. It looks like he's got a pickaxe and he's trying to do something. That's, st- that's how he's chopping this wood. True. I still attest that this guy looks like Daniel uh, Masterson. Oh, uh, hide from that 70 show? A little bit. A little bit. Alright, so the three teenagers have come out to Alice. meet the creepy man and then uh, we've got Alice coming out with is that a, a broom? She's got a broom in a bucket. I thought it was a shotgun for a second. Jack Burrell, that's a good man. That is. Oh, Bill has disappeared. I haven't seen him in a half hour. I can't Well, come on, let's go. Alright, so they're getting ready to go do some work. Uh, come on, I'll show you <laughs> They thought they had two weeks, but kids arrived tomorrow. Yeah. You now have an archery range done. And you got to paint. Because Tap doesn't know where anything is. Oh, I, lo- okay. this, I love this. Oh, this it's is just a, so it, fucking creepy to me. It's a full gutter. One nail. It's going to hold the whole thing up. Watch. And it's not even that good. And it's just like, <laughs> And then he lets go. Yep. And it's just fine. And she didn't even like do it that well. Like it looked like she's never hammered before. That's true. Oh, also here's another pervert moment. Okay, so again we should mention that this man, this gotta be like late thirties, early forties, he's wearing well. denim short shorts, no shirt, and a yeah, bandana tied around his neck, and he's got a porn stash. So. Again, think high from that sentence. Yeah. Did you do this? Last night. Do I really look like that? Last night. To be fair, is she's also a, being creepy. That's true. Like, is that a sex record? Like, is she saying that we were together last night? Very and that's why. No, I don't she know. drew it last night. That's you know, right. She just kind of drew it. Very I know, pretty. but like, I don't know. Just the way she. I don't know. I'm. I'm reading too much. Alright, so we can tell that she doesn't actually want to be here at this camp. 
All right. So this is where he gets super creepy. First of all, he's walking towards her, and he's all like, oh, okay. And he doesn't want her to leave. So we assume that in one minute, right. he's going to let her go. She's not happy. I don't think that that's going to happen. Usually we'll give you this. Oh, okay. And oh, now yeah. he's caressing her hair. Again, this is like a seven, it has to be a 17-year-old girl. And he's got to be at least 35. Like, so fucking creepy. All right. And now she's, she's running through the woods. And we've got a POV spy shot kind of thing going on. So somebody's watching her running in the woods. No, we found Bill. Everything's fine. Oh, good. Bill survived. And he's shirtless with suspenders. I the eighties though. I feel like I would have been still at home in the eighties because it really doesn't matter what you wear; it's always in style. Like, have you seen the mismatched shit people used to wear in the eighties? And they'd be like, "Oh, you look so good." All right, we've got eerie, tranquil music, which to me is kind of an oxymoron. You want separately? That's right. All right, so we're back to all the, all the teenagers. And Steve is about to leave them all alone. They all just got there. They don't know where anything is. He doesn't know anything about them, really, and he's trusting his camp, and he's driving away. Well, he's, he's got villains. Uh, Bill's a teenager too. These are all look, they're all teenagers. Yeah, he's definitely a teenager though. Look at him. He's not here. Yes, he is. He's a shirtless guy with the suspenders. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he was the shirtless guy with the suspenders, I was just pointing out. Well, at least he knows it. Right, right. Well, okay, so he knows Bill and he knows Alice, but Okay, so now we've got one of the girls, and she's putting up a uh, archery. an archery target. That is seen better days. And whoa, uh, an arrow goes right by her. Now, as a guy who has <laughs> archery crazy? as a hobby, there is no way that he would have nailed that shot. He, no. he was more likely to actually kill Well, he's not even holding it correctly, first of all. And she's just laughing it off. She's like, you almost killed me. <laughs> that was yeah. a... Very much. But again, it was the 80s. So, All right, so that. now we're back to Annie, our uh, girl from the beginning, and she's walking alongside the road, and she's, uh, she's putting out her thumb because there's a jeep passing by, and the jeep's slowing down, and she's running to catch up. So we assume everything's going to be fine. She's just going to get a ride to camp, and that's going to be it. It's going to be a fun camp. You don't know. Also, so I love all of this stuff that she says because it's like. Well, yeah. I get what they were trying to go for, but just the way that it came out. Was well, it's really weird because obviously the driver's not talking to her, so she just got into like. I guess I just always wanted to be more confused. Yeah. Like, I mean, we could assume that they said something like, oh, so you're going to this lake, are you a counselor? 
And she's like, yeah, I always wanted to do this, whatever, but we don't know. Okay, so we're ramping up some speed here, and we've passed the Camp Crystal Lake sign. Oh, that's not good. That's not good. All right, Annie's starting to realize that something's wrong. Oh, we got some ominous theme music. All right, she's getting real nervous. The Jeep accelerates. She's still being polite, because that's what you do when you're over So she's begging to stop. Okay, this also bothers me. So this Jeep is going super, super fast, and she jumps out and just kind of does a half a somersault. So you can tell that she wasn't actually jumping out of the car, which I get why they didn't do that. But then she's just like super disoriented in a weird way. All right, so now she's running into the woods, and the person in the Jeep is getting out. And we've got another POV shot following Annie. This is our kid. This is our kid. Another theme plan. Annie is toppling along, and she landed on her back. I know. That's that's what it's. Well, maybe she maybe she like twisted her ankle as she jumped out. All right, so we see the killer's legs. The killer's looking for. Annie's desperately trying to get away. I can't remember if she falls down or if she did it. Yeah, but that was because she jumped. Oh, oh did she? Yeah. There you go. Because the women always fall. Alright, so we don't see the killer anywhere around. She's assuming that she's kind of maybe okay. She's looking around. Oh, there's the killer! So this effect is really cool. Alright, so she's up against a tree and slit her throat. Really cool effects. Alright, so we're back to the other teenagers and they're all at the swimming hole and they're all they're having a good time. Everyone's yahooing. Yeah, Kevin Bacon in a speedo. That's a classic. Can we talk about short shorts and speedos for men in the 80s? We try to leave that behind. <laughs> well, because if you watch like any of these other camp movies, all of the, like, the male counselors and campers have just these like insanely short, short shorts. Alright, oh, so we've got the killer watching them from now, the woods. We did just see a ring. We did just see a ring, but that doesn't mean anything. It was kind of a bigger ring, like it looked like maybe kind of like a class ring kind of looking thing. Could be. So that doesn't mean anything. Um, also, they just called the sun vitamin C. That's not right. That's not right. Vitamin D, right? Well, I mean, I don't know if the sun <laughs> Does it also it have vitamin, vitamin C? I don't know. I hope not. I'm not a doctor. Alright, so somebody thinks they saw something in the woods. And Ned just oh. did a pervert thing. Because Ned's a pervert. I'm just gonna assume that everyone in this movie is a pervert. Because again, not it's the Kevin 80s. Bacon, you take that back. Well, I mean, he's the appropriate type of like teenage pervert. He's, Kevin Bacon is. Because he like wants to get it in, but he's not overly creepy about it. Oh, oh he's a got a boner! It's not a boner, it's just a bulge. No, that was not a bulge. 
Oh, okay. So Ned's drowning. So they're running out. And belly flop. <laughs> I love this scene so much. Because the first thing Kevin Bacon does is he yells, get the life preserver. And then he goes running, right? And then two other people grab the canoe and they come out. And then you've got the one girl running with the preserver. So they're out looking for him. They don't know where he is. He's under the water. Um, yeah. We lost the guy. Oh, they got him. All right. He looks like he's unconscious. All right. So they're coming towards... <laughs> they're coming towards the deck, and she puts the life preserver in the water. He's like, here, take this, and they push it out of the way. It's just some very weird things happening in this scene. That's true, that's true. All right, so they're getting ready to give him mouth to mouth. All right, one of the girls whose name I don't know is giving him mouth to mouth right now, and oh, he grabs her and kisses her. And everyone's laughing because apparently assault is funny. That's not <laughs> Also, we got a POV from the woods. What? Note the fact that Kevin Bacon's immediately said to the girl, "Hey, you do mouth to mouth," even though Kevin Bacon was right there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna pause real quick, and we are at twenty-five minutes and twenty-seven seconds. Um, we're gonna take a small break, but to you it will be almost nothing. So. Okay, we're back. I have got some chicken rice, which I now realize was probably not the best idea because I'm recording a voiceover. Oh, yeah. So if you hear me eating, I'm sorry. I'll try not to eat into the mic. Um, but while I was making that, Adam was looking into the career of the actors in this movie, and we found out some pretty interesting stuff. Yeah, because normally you just assume that a lot of these guys they were in these movies, and then they... I'm like, that's it. That's it. Yeah. But, yeah, I did a lot of research on these... Well, by a lot of research, I mean, I went to the Wikipedia page. Right. So uh, Bill is actually a Crosby. He's uh, Bing Crosby's son. Yep, fifth Crosby. I think he's the youngest. Um, and yeah, he uh, tried acting for a little while and tried uh, being a musician. but As you would if Bing Crosby was your father. Right. But he didn't really get into it. And now he is a very successful investment banker. I love that when, like, you give acting a try... And either it doesn't work out for you or you realize that it's not what you want to do and you go on and have yeah. a very – like the guy that played uh, Chunk in The Goonies, he's like a lawyer or something. Oh, yeah, like yeah. Yeah. Well, and like the cool thing about this this Crosby is – look at his name right here – is Harry is always going to have this story to tell at the Thanksgiving table. Right. Like his other brothers and sisters would be like, yeah, well, I'm a better actor. Well, were you in the original Friday the 13th? No. I didn't think Shut so. up. Um, all right. Who else? Oh, there's that Kevin Bacon guy, but. I he His career did not amount to anything. Yeah. Don't, don't bother looking up. <laughs> Although after this, uh, a cast, I believe it was the casting director for Footloose did tell him that he wasn't fuckable enough. Yeah. Or said to somebody that she didn't want him because he wasn't fuckable enough, which like, shut up. <laughs> like what are you stupid like anyway we've got a long list of the various careers um oh mm, the trucker dude yeah one of the fun ones grace found this out when she was really excited about this rex everhart is the truck driver and he is actually the voice of maurice in the 1991 animated film beauty and the beast, beauty and the beast. he's bell's dad the creepy old truck driver his bell's dad and that's pretty cool. Um, Alice is Adrian King, and she's still acting out there. She's doing some stuff. Turns out that she actually 
was secluded for a while because she had an aggressive stalker. Which is like, I hate that shit. Like, because you're just doing your thing, you're trying to make a career, and somebody decides that they're going to fuck up your whole life because they want to be obsessed with you, like... Right. Um, And then, let's see if there's anyone else really needs to be mentioned. Uh, Betsy Palmer is Mrs. Voorhees, and that's kind of cool. If you don't know Betsy Palmer, Grace? Yeah. Uh, Was it The Time of Your Life? Yep. Yeah. It's a pretty good movie. It's, It's old. She, I think, uh, she had a pretty big career, like, back in the day. I don't know how much she did after this movie, but, yeah. Um, and then Crazy Ralph, he basically just did this, but he was able to come back in part eight? Seven. Seven. Sorry, I had the rice. (laughs) Uh, the narrator. And, trying to see if anybody else is here. Oh, and the the cop, who we haven't met yet, um, he had a very broad, very successful Broadway yeah, a pretty impressive Broadway career. So, what was yeah. it? Uh, Oklahoma, Annie Get Your Gun, um, How to Succeed in Business. Like, yeah. Pretty pretty good career. And since we've already decided that we don't like Ned because he's kind of a pervert in this, uh, Ned is still trying to be an actor. He's been in Law and Order about four or five times. Yeah. As different characters. As different characters. Which, like, that says something to you as an actor if you can blend in that well, that you can be that many different characters. But, like, also means you're pretty generic yeah Uh, yeah. all right sorry mark nelson very sorry sir all right so we're getting ready to play again we are starting at 25 27 and play all right so alice is fixing her hair she's in a pink robe going through some drawers looking for something and there's a snake oh yeah i forgot about the snake i'm pretty sure that that's a real snake but like it's alive (laughs) So she's freaking out because there's a snake in her room, which I would too. No shade, girl. Okay, and here's Bill with the hatchet, and he's just running super dangerously, well, like flailing with this hatchet. It's a machete. What? Well, sorry, whatever. I mean, it's a machete, machete in Friday the 13th is kind of important. <laughs> That's true. I'm sorry. We see a lot of weapons in this house, so I get them confused sometimes. All right, so he's got this machete. He's looking around. He, he's asking what to do. It might be. In the woods. You are in the woods. You're just in a cabin in the woods. And Kevin Bacon just he's showed up with shovel. a shovel. All right, so now everyone is in this room, and they're attacking the bed. They're trying to find it. They're diving under the bed. They're looking. <laughs> you heard lady kill it. Yeah, she says, call it. All right, they're knocking shit over. They're jumping on the bed. Yeah, Kevin Bacon just dived on the bed. Yeah, he did like a butt bomb onto the bed. Like, why? So now there's they're hitting it with pillows. There's feathers everywhere. And here we go. Oh, he's hitting the snake. Again, I'm I'm pretty sure that that was a real snake. I could be wrong, but... Let me check it out. I think I heard that. Which, again, it was the 80s. Either that or it's got a very short clone. (laughs) And now they're all laughing and everything's fine. Marcy's saying they're gonna eat the snake. All right, so we got two of the girls walking down the path. They're talking about what they're gonna have for lunch. And we've got a cop on a motorcycle. This is the Broadway guy we were just talking about. And there's Ned coming out 
in a very offensive Indian and headdress. And I just realized this right now. He's wearing his shirt as a diaper. As a diaper. <laughs> just as the cop. For no reason he's doing this. Yeah, right. I'm just fooling around. Are you and then Kevin Bacon comes up and he's just like, ooh, cool Baxter. And he's like, he's just being very, I don't want to say stupid, but stupid. I'm as dumb as they come. Because now he's going over to the police officer's bike and like touching it and checking it out. Like, it's, like bikes. it's a police officer's bike. Oh, guess who went missing? The town crazy rat. I told you to sit on it, Tonto. <laughs> I, got I, told the I told you to sit stuff. on it, Tonto. Yeah. Just us. Uh, this guy, Ralph, is he dangerous? Every time that Louie gets drunk, he gets his call. And, uh, it's it, it is his name. Uh, yeah. It was real. Yeah. Um, so the fun fact is. Also, hang on. Kevin Bacon just picked up the police radio oh, yeah. as if to answer. So a fun, uplifting fact about the snake. Oh, it's not about the snake, but oh. Kane Hodder, once he took the wall, he spoke out against any animal cruelty in his, uh, his Yeah. Okay. So Kane Hodder was Jason in uh, 7, 8, 9. Just an incredible fucking human being, this man. Look into him. He's, oh my God. Oh. God damn, he's cool. We ain't gonna stand for no weirdness out here. <laughs> we ain't gonna stand for no weirdness. Must not be in Seattle. Or maybe it's Portland. I think it's Portland. Check out that really cool YouTube video. Ooh. Oh, and he's got his hazards on. He's just driving. And look at this fully stocked kitchen. Well, they're expecting 50 campers in the morning. Yeah, but their cook has to show up. But she's supposed to be there. They don't know that she's dead in the woods. That's true. All right, we're opening the pantry and... This crazy Ralph just standing in the pantry! Messenger of God. He's a messenger of God. He's a beast. He knows what's up. And everyone comes running in. This is cursed. Cursed. He plays a real good crazy dude. Try to death curse. Oh, God sent me. Get out of here, man. I got to warn you. You're doomed to stay. Also, I love when crazy people say doomed in movies like this because it's always doomed. I can't remember. And then he just walks out and he stumbles into the woods. Crazy Ralph has been parodied several times. I'm sure he has. Well, that became another staple in these movies, was a, a crazy, crazy local yeah. who says very similar things. And then he just <laughs> he gets on his bike. bike and he's going to just pedal away. So he parked his bike to go into the cabinet to... To just stand in the pantry. But, I mean, he's crazy. That's true. <laughs> he's pedaling away and he keeps looking over his shoulder. Well, dude. Alice just laughs it off. Which, okay, a crazy man is just chilling in the hamper, tells me that he's a messenger of God, and then runs, like, rides away. I'm not just gonna, like, laugh and shrug and think everything's okay. No, I'm gonna call that cop. 
Well, I didn't leave the card. Well, no, but you called the police. Oh, yeah. They said, we found Crazy Ralph. Which they should have done anyway, because they were out looking for him. The squaws are revolting? That's not a trouble. That's a weird way to turn on a light bulb. I don't think she knows how to turn on a light bulb. Ned's being an asshole again. All right, so it looks like they're all maybe making dinner or eating dinner or something. They're trying to figure out because Annie's not here. Right. All right, now they're going into one of the cabins or something. Oh, I think they were talking about the generator. Yeah, they're trying to fix the light. <laughs> Talking about God again. I can't believe they missed a God gave you light. Right. Like that was that's right there. Well, maybe they thought that that was too on the nose. Okay, we got an otter. Is that an otter? That's an otter. Or beaver. I can't remember. Oh, tell. maybe it is a beaver. Okay, so we got two of the teens and they're dancing. They're dancing on a log. They're doing a dirty dancing. So they get Kevin Bacon. Here, hold on. Let me just get the cast. Around. And uh, I, I think that her name is Marcy. Marcy? I think, she, I think she's Marcy. And they're making out. And the camera's panning back. We can't tell if it's a POV shot yet. We're panning pretty far back. Oh, Ned's just watching. And there's Ned. Being a creep. He looks kind of disappointed, actually. Well, yeah. I think, <laughs> I think, think he wanted to bone that girl. Yeah. So now he's walking on a drain pipe. Doing something fucking weird. <laughs> Let this be a lesson to all you guys. Don't be creeps. Don't be creeps. You're not going to get like, laid. Like, don't be creep. Well, first of all, you're not going to get laid, and you're probably going to die, and no one's going to notice that you're gone. I'm just being... <laughs> I literally just now realized that this is a very white cast because i was wondering well, the black guy the black guy dies first but right it's the 80s i feel like that's just any time that you have an issue with a something in an 80s movie that's always it was the 80s there's just no other explanation right there that one hit me right in the privilege mm-hmm all right so ned has gone into this cabin because he saw something and now you've got, what does Kevin Bacon have in his hands? It looks like a flashlight. Oh, like a big, like a floodlight, maybe. So they're hanging all over each other and they're making out, you know, camp things. <laughs> because Ned's a jerk. No. That is, no, Nettie's going to do whatever Nettie wants to do. That is boys will be boys attitude. Again, it was the 80s, but no, 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 no. Really? Yeah, I had this dream about five or six times when I went a thunderstorm. So there's a thunderstorm. It's raining really hard. Which is never, ever a bad sign. It sounds like pebbles. And they're right by a lake. Mm-hmm. Also, they just saw... Lightning and heard thunder, and they're like, Let's just sit by this log by the lake. And 
Okay, so she does not like storms. That's what we're getting from this. So basically, maybe she had like a premonition, or it's just a very ironic dream. Right. It's just a dream. Kevin Bacon, it's not just a dream. It's not. Also, look at that. Look at that lightning light. That was clearly just like a guy with like, you know, a, a stage light flashing it. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it hit him too low. All right, so it's I don't know if it's raining now, but it's definitely the the waves are real choppy. The yes, trees are blowing. Are. We're hearing a lot more thunder. Oh, we got bigger waves rolling in. Everything's dark. All right. Oh, and we've got. Uh, I'm just gonna go with Marcy. That this is Marcy. Uh, Marcy and Jack are in a dark, secluded cabin in there, making a. Because again, what are you gonna do at camp? What are you gonna do at camp? They have the kids coming in tomorrow. I don't even have a picture of her. Well, you know, at least they're getting the sex out of the way before the kids come. Like, that's responsible. <laughs> yeah. Also, I promise you that when she takes off her shirt, she's not gonna have a bra on. Which, what is that about? Well, I already can tell you that. I can't. That girl is nipping hard. Well, I wouldn't be doing physical labor without a bra on. It's just not realistic. All right, so she took off her pants, and now she's laying down, and he lit a candle, and he's coming over all smooth. He took off his shirt. And so essentially what I'm saying is we're about to watch these two teens uh, engage in intercourse. Responsible. We've established that. Well, you, we don't, don't really. know if he's wearing a condom. Well, you said responsible because they're fucking before the kids came. That is true, but it's on a bed that a child's about to sleep on. It doesn't have any sheets or anything on it, so I guess it's better than nothing, but... Well, I mean, we don't know. Wait, was he wearing two shirts? He, he's wearing a button-up and an undershirt. Oh, oh, all, oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got confused. All right, so it's pouring down rain outside. Alice is looking. For whatever reason, she's like, I'm going to open up. Oh, okay. It she's is Marcy. looking for them. Okay, we have confirmation. Thank you, Alice. All right, the rest of them are inside, and someone's playing the guitar, and they're just hanging out. It's kind of mirroring that beginning scene that we saw where they were all singing that uh, that Jesus song. Right. So they got a fire going, and they're all just hanging out, being cool. Just trying to, you know, weather the storm. <laughs> We're going to play Monopoly. Oh, they're going to play Monopoly. That's the way I play. What a great idea. Nice, wholesome idea. Oh, Strip Monopoly. Okay. That's more on brand. Which, like, I'd be very interested because Monopoly is a very, very long game. Also, when you're in a group of two girls and one guy and a girl recommend Strip Monopoly, that's just, that's just weird. Again, I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, you you do you, whatever you want to yeah, do. No, yeah, no shaming here. No kink shaming. Unless you uh, force it upon somebody that doesn't enjoy that kink. All right, so here we got Kevin Bacon and Marcy. Yeah. Jack and Marcy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm going to say Kevin. We understand if you say Kevin Bacon. Okay, so they're going at it right now. Good old missionary. All right, we see that it's lightning. 
Marcy seems to be enjoying herself. Captain Bacon is using his body to block off the nudity. Yes. Again, very responsible. It's very softcore porn, though. Yep. <laughs> okay. I think I saw a nipple. Did you see a nipple? I think I did. I wasn't looking very close. All right, so we look up, and oh my god, Ned is dead on the bed above them. His throat has been cut very deep. In his shirt diaper. In his shirt diaper. Oh, and we got eerie music. All right, so now we come back and they're playing Monopoly. Down, Ned, and Correct. Yeah, this is guy, right? Right, they don't count. Because this is Friday the 13th. We don't know if the first time was Friday the 13th. Oh, okay, he's covering her boob with his hand. You are so fine. Okay, if I just got done having sex and someone said that to me. Nipple. There's a nipple. Yep. Alright. Yo, 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 yo. So, is Kevin Bacon trying to hide it or is he kind of just being a perfect? Um, I think maybe they only wanted to show one, maybe. Yeah, I don't know the NBA yeah. rules back then. <laughs> Were there any? Yes. <laughs> NBAA is a fast. Oh, okay, here we go. So. Kevin Bacon's putting his shirt back on, and Marcy's putting on a raincoat, because she's going to go outside without putting her pants back on in a rainstorm. What is that? She has a raincoat. Fucking stupid. Okay, pay attention to this, because this is fucking cool as shit. So Kevin Bacon's laying down, and he's, oh, maybe it's not going to happen yet. No, it's not going to happen. We're back to the Monopoly. And they're all wearing a lot of clothes for Strip Monopoly. They just started, though. Do you know that? Yes, because they were just setting up. Although this does explain why Monopoly is Cody's favorite game. <laughs> I'm saying though, Monopoly is a very long game. If you're playing Strip Monopoly, presumably you're going to get naked very fast and then you're still going to have to play. Like, who's going to want to play after that? Like, pick a shorter game. Yeah, because then it's going to delve into an orgy. Don't tell me I'm wrong. I've never been part of an orgy. I don't know. I haven't either, but I've seen movies. I know how these things go. Okay, I think this is it. So we're back to Kevin Bacon. Oh, he's lighting up a cigarette because that's what you do after you have sex. But he's laying down. That, again, this is back in the 80s when smoking was cool. Right. It's not. Okay. I'm about to get very excited about this. So he's, you know, he just had sex. He's smoking a cigarette. Life is good. Oh, what is that? Blood's dripping down on his head from the bunk above? Oh, a hand comes, grabs him. Okay, so there's, a, there's an arrow coming through him. What is happening right now is that it's a fake body, right? The body's laying down. Kevin Bacon is sitting underneath the bed straight up. So just his head is coming through, right? Somebody hits the arrow, and then they were supposed to do this blood pump. Well, the pump, like, came off, and so the guy that was doing the effect grabbed it real fast and without thinking blew into it so that the blood would keep pumping, and that's why it shoots out like that. So fucking cool. Tom Savini and his team, man! Anyway, that was cool. Okay, so we've got Marcy, and she's in some building. Um, again, not wearing pants, but she's got her raincoat. 
and someone's walking in. Someone ominous. And we got the ch ch going. It's never a good sign. You hear that music? <laughs> Run for your life. Alright, for some reason we're panning and we're looking like under, I assume these are beds? Maybe? But we're looking at the floor. Oh, oh, she's in the bathroom. She's in the bathroom, so we're looking under the stalls. And you see her feet. She's got the floodlight. And she's looking up for some reason. 40 yards to the outhouse by Willing Lake. <laughs> so she's reading some graffiti that the kids have Jack. done in the bathroom. And she thinks that it's Jack. Because she hears, well, she hears a noise and she thinks it's Jack. Because, of course, why would you think that it was a murderer? So she's being all flirty. Again, she's in her underpants. Which is what I do right after sex. Like there's a there's a half naked man waiting for you. Okay, so she hears another noise. Oh no, the plumbing's not working. So she's looking. Like, what are you gonna, what are you, what are you gonna figure out? Oh, never mind. She figured it out. <laughs> Women can plumb. They can't. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Using my own logic against me. I like it. All right, so she hears something again. And she's like, I need to go figure that out. And so she thinks it's Ned because he's a pervert, so of course he'd be hiding in the women's bathroom. And again, it's the 80s. We just laugh perverts off. Uh-huh. What's a pervert? All right, so she's creeping towards the dark. Which is also never a good thing. And she's opening up a door to the showers. She's going in. And the lights are back on next to Kevin Newton. But he's dead now, so. Well, still, he got the lights back <laughs> He on. did. That's an invasion of privacy. So she's just, ooh, throwing open curtains. Oh, one of the curtains is moving. Okay, and then we see the shadow of an axe lifting behind her. Oh god. And this is another really cool effect. Also, she's just standing there going, ah! Look at that axe to the face, man. Which, like, if you look really carefully, you can see, like, the, uh, I want to call it moulage, because that's what I know it as, which is, like, fake skin that they put on there. But pretty cool effect. All right. Oh. Someone's taken off their shirt. I think that's Brenda. That's Brenda? I think so. Yeah, it has to be the Oh, also, Bill already has his shirt off. And now Alice is unbuttoning her shirt. And the door has blown open. Ah, everyone's screaming. Get the money. They had to protect the monopoly. Oh, no. Brenda, again, we're going to assume that it's Brenda. Uh, realizes that her windows are open. Again, so she is just in a bra and panties. 
She's not. It's it's got to be cold out. Now, also, I do want to point out that. <laughs> I mean, maybe not. It's true. Brenda is planning to have sex because she's in matching bra and pants. Nobody does that. Nobody does that unless you're planning on being naked. That's why these movies piss me off because the reason that they do that is because you know that you're going to see these women naked, so like it has to match. People like it when it matches. That's not realistic. Well, well uh, uh, what's your face? She was wearing, Marcy. Marcy was wearing um, different bra and white pants. It's like a pink bra. Marcy didn't have a bra. Oh, she was wearing a shirt. Our pink shirt. Well, she was just wearing white pants. Right. All right, so we're in a diner now. Oh, no, that's Steve. Steve! <laughs> Bill's the kid with this is Also, he's just like stopped to have a meal here. He left a whole bunch of teenagers just chilling. Well, and like, if it started raining hardcore and you're worried about being able to make it back, don't you think that you would make it back as soon as you could? Two and a quarter for a meal. Let's get back to the 80s, people. I don't think we want to do that. Well, in some aspects. Like, let's keep uh, the progress that we've made with, you know, women and minorities. Keep Look, okay, hold on. Look at this raincoat. Again, it's the 80s. It's like a traditional yellow raincoat. It's got a lot of Velcro on it. All right, so you can see that it's just pouring buckets. Also, the rain looks like it's falling unevenly and it's bothering me. <laughs> All right, so he's driving away. Oh my God, is that a, oh, I thought it was a Jeep. Never mind. It is a Jeep. Yeah, he's driving, he just hasn't been, he's towing something. So could it be Steve? Could Steve be the killer from the beginning that was driving the Jeep? Oh my god. Alright, so he's driving back to camp. We assume. We don't know because he's been negligent up until this point. Yeah. I see a sign that says Crystal Lake 12, 2? No, I think that's a 12. 12 or 2. It's a distance. Okay. So Brenda is in the uh, the girls' bathroom. Again, she's in a bra and panties and a raincoat. Also, why is she in the bathroom? She said she went back to her cabin. Did she take a stop to the pee? Well, maybe, maybe she closed her windows and now she's just freshening up because she's naked. And maybe she wants to do it with Bill. We don't know. Right. Which, like, you get it, girl. Oh. Okay, real quick, we're going to pause again. All right, we are at 50 minutes and 41 seconds, um, and we'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Sorry about that. Bladder calls. Yeah. All right, so. Real what? quick, this yeah. time I did some digging into Sean Cunningham. Oh, please tell. So, again, that's the uh, the director. Yes. Uh, so, he started out basically managing some uh, theater companies and things like that, hmm. and he became an editor where he met Wes Craven. Hmm. And, um... Wait, so is he not the softcore porn guy? Is the writer the softcore porn guy? It might be the writer. I didn't see anything that said softcore porn, but also on your Wikipedia page, it probably isn't going to say right. right off the bat. 100%, though, because I was watching a documentary on Shudder, where they were talking, I think it was uh, 80s horror, and 
they said that. <laughs> so. So yeah, um, and basically, he's been involved with a lot of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. Mm -hmm. He has been inducted as some kind of horror hall, hall of fame or whatnot. All right. And uh, he's he was working with making a Friday the Thirteenth TV series mm -hmm. on CW. Hmm. But CW... I don't think that would have gone over well on CW. CW turned it down after the pilot said... That's like a TNT show. Yeah. Or like a... That's an FX show. FX. Maybe, um... Oh, what's, what's the Walking Dead one? AMC? AMC could do it, yeah. But no, that is not, not a CW show. But it, uh, they shut it down. Hmm. So yeah, fun facts about Sean Cunningham. I think we have too many Friday the 13th movies, to be honest with you. I don't think we need a TV show. If it's done right. I mean... We didn't need a Scream TV show, but I enjoyed the first two seasons. Right. Well, there were only, like, what, five Scream movies? Or there's gonna be a fifth one or whatever. Right. There's been, like, 10, 11, 12, somewhere in there. Well, yeah. When, uh, when you, you've stretched yourself so thin that you're like, what's a good idea? Space. Like, that's... I've never seen that one, so I don't know. Okay, so we're starting again. So we're starting at uh, 50 minutes and 41 seconds and hitting play now. All right, so it is Brenda. We're looking at the, the name. So the character right. is Brenda. So she's brushing her teeth. Okay, maybe she is expecting to have sex. Again, go get it, girl. Being responsible because the kids aren't there. I get it. <laughs> All right, so we're panning over. Oh, there's somebody behind the shower. We see a hand, and then it's gone. And she's still brushing her teeth, has no idea what's going on. No, she's brushing her hair. Yeah, she's definitely planning on banging. Yeah. All right, so she hears something, so she's looking over to the showers. But there's nothing there. Okay, she just brushed her hair, but she put her hood back up. Well, it, she has to go out in the rain, so I, mean, I don't know why she brushed her hair. That's what I'm saying. Also, she didn't put the tube, the cap back on the tube before she started doing something else. Well, that's just nitpicking. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's a pet peeve of mine, because what if, like, I guess we have three cats, so that's something I'm worried about. What if, like, cat hair gets in there? Oh, there's the oh. music. Oh no, Steve's Jeep, the engine has stalled. So he's stuck in the rain. Yep. He's not going to be able to get out what? Oh, but we see a car. Oh, we see no. a car coming up. It's going to be fine, I'm sure of it. I really wish that oh, it's a police car. Nothing bad would happen to Steve. Like we just get a spinoff called Steve's Really Shitty Day. Steve's just, Really Shitty it's Day. It's just him trying to do all these errands. And so it's like the stuff that you don't see him do while all of these kids are being right. slaughtered. <laughs> His car stalls. Please write that. Well, I'm pretty sure it's not going to happen. Please write that. No, he, I think he does. Okay, so this uh, this police officer has seen him stuck on the side of the road, so he's going to give him a ride to camp. Which is good news, because that means that a police officer is about to be at camp, right? Okay, so we're looking through the trees. Uh, a POV shot, and we see Brenda inside. I think that's Brenda. Yeah, it's 
either Brenda or Alice, because that's the only girl left. No, it's Brenda. Oh, yeah. So whoever it is is moving through the trees towards the window, looking at Brenda. Is she in a robe now? What is she doing? And she suddenly got a shirt on under her robe? Yeah. I guess she realized How she did that happen? She... Okay, so now she's in her cabin. So maybe she did go to the bathroom first, but then how did she? She has no logic here. No, okay, so she had to have gone to the cabin to get her stuff, go back to the bathroom. And now she's back in her cabin. So she just abandoned the game. Oh, now she's going to bed. She's in a nightgown. Okay, we skipped something. I don't, we didn't, the movie did. <laughs> All right, she's got a candle and she's getting into bed. just abandoned the game. Alright, she's just gonna do a little light reading in bed. That is not good for your eyes. Well, she's got a candle. That's... Oh, okay, so she hears somebody in the distance yelling, help me. But she's like, eh, there's nothing out there. But she's still looking towards the outside. No, oh, she's giving up and going back to her book. Now we hear it again. So she's looking outside. Oh, the book is down. All right, so she's out of bed. She's looking around like she doesn't know what to do. Slowly moving towards the door. She's got her flashlight. Why does she have a flashlight and a candle? Why did he use the you got, Well, to be fair, if you're reading a book and you're holding a flashlight, it'd be much easier oh, just yeah. to have it. And I guess, you know, you're operating on a girl flashlight. Oh. Right, right. That's a, And that's a heavy-duty flashlight. Okay, so she's running out into the rain because she hears what we assume is a child screaming, help me, which doesn't make any sense because there's, there's no children there. She also just left. Well, she had charity for help. Some grandma raincoat. Priorities, Adam. Hello? All right, so it's very, very dark. She's she's running through the woods, just screaming hello, trying to find this person. And the person's still yelling. I do like this because it leaves you very disoriented. Because it's just, basically, you see a flashlight in the distance running through the dark. And she's scanning, she's looking, she can't see anybody. Sounds more like the Jaws thing. Oh no. And then all of a sudden, flooded with light. Which I love that. Which. Was it her? They earlier got almost catch up with the arrow, or is that the other girl? I don't know. But anyway. So yeah, but she was in total darkness, and now she's just flooded with light. So her senses are like totally, you know, confused. She's screaming, but nobody can hear her. So we assume that she's dead. Because now we're back in the cabin with uh, Alice. And she's just kind of pacing around. 
Because, like, you have to wonder if she came back and said, I'm going to bed. Like, Right. Because, obviously, Alice put her clothes back on. Right. Alice is just kind of playing the guitar, hanging out. Seems kind of bored. Maybe we assume that Bill's gotten to bed, too? Because he's not there. Oh, she's going to poke at the fire, keep it stocked. Which is a good idea on a dark and stormy night. Sir. Oh, the door flew open. We see somebody in a poncho, and it's Bill. Oh, he wanted to go check the generator. Oh, Alice said she thought she heard a scream, but she's like, oh, it's the wind. At some point, we missed something. I missed something in the script. Yeah, they jumped. They jumped. Um, And all of a sudden, now she's like, it sounded like a scream was coming from the archery range. Oh, they're holding hands. All right, so they're going to go check out the screen. So they're looking for Brenda. I also love how they're not looking for anybody else but Brenda. Because they don't know that anybody else is dead. Well, oh, there you go. Never mind. Take that back. (laughs) Well, they can assume that Jack and Marcy are broken. And Ned's being pervy, so he's probably watching. Yeah. Oh, they're creeping up on something. They see something. There's a bloody axe tucked into bed. How cute. It had a rough day. It had a rough day. It just needed a good lay down. A rough day of murdering. It didn't want to murder. <laughs> they're being very calm about it. They're like, all right, let's head back out. Well, I think they're just kind of confused. All right, so they're looking for Jack now. Now remember, Jack and Ned should both be dead in this room. They're not in there. So they run back outside. I'm sure it's that room. I thought it was that room. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's what's her face's room. Okay, so now they're looking for Marcy. Oh, so maybe this is like a communal bathroom? That doesn't seem right. Yeah. But still, it's for like a camp. All right, so Alice is being logical and saying we need to call someone because people are missing. All right, so they're running to the office building. They're looking in. The sucker's locked. Alice is looking around for a key. Still pouring buckets of rain. Oh, God. Of course, my mom was like, that's a dog. Sure. Oh, so she just broke into the office. Well, at this point. Yeah, it's mean, an emergency for sure. They're nervous. They're yeah. scared. I mean, they don't know it's just them alive. Yeah, that's true. They just know that there is no adult supervision. The phone is dead. Try the paper. <laughs> All right, so we see a POV. Somebody's walking around the outside of this office. Oh no, we see that the phone line has been cut. The payphone's a dude. Okay, so we see a truck, and the engine is is 
also dead. This is a different truck now. Yeah, who is this? This isn't. Oh, this is okay. Oh, so they Bill, found the truck. Bill and Alice are trying to get into a truck. It's wet, so that's why it's why not working. Just, just get out right now. Within ten miles Okay, so they're trying to go find help. Steve's gonna be back. Yeah. You know, before cell phones, things were. Did he just kiss her? Yeah, apparently. Bill and... Did they did they hook up? Maybe that was in that missing thirty minutes. Either that or that was just a non-consensual kiss. It's bad enough to have. Oh, it's a full moon on Friday the thirteenth. More accidents, more rapes, more robberies, more homicides, more of everything. More rapes. Again. Let's just, let's just talk real nonchalantly about how people It's just the thing that they think that more rapes happen on the whole moon. That's not wrong, though. No, I mean, like, it's just crazy stuff. I like that. Weird shit happens on the whole though. Even, like, technological things go wrong. Our last one. Okay, so uh, the cop that's getting seen to ride has to turn around because there's been an accident. So is he just dropping him off? I think he's just dropping him off and then the rest of the way. Which, has it stopped raining? I think maybe it's stopped. <laughs> I love that. I put you off here. Sure, sure. <laughs> So the cop is speeding off to get to this accident. And Steve's just trudging away. I love that. It's like, yeah, you gave me a ride. I left my Jeep, but I get it. I'll walk. I mean, there's been an accident. He's a cop. All right, so there's the Camp Crystal Lake sign. Established in 1935. All right, it's pitch black again. We assume that we're in the woods. Yep, and we see Steve running in his yellow raincoat. Oh, and he has stopped running. And now he's running again. And now he stopped running. <laughs> Just doing some light jogging, trying to get back to camp. Oh, he sees a bright flashlight okay. in his face. Okay. Bright flashlight. He's like, who is that? Oh, so it's someone he knows. Oh my god. So we assume he's been stabbed because of how his body just jerked. But, so Steve's dead. Oh, that sucks, because that would have been a game <laughs> Well, that, that would be a real nice end to your, what, Steve's Day of Hell or whatever you said. Steve's Shitty Day. Steve's Shitty Day. Well, I was hoping to have him just, <laughs> And then like, he just dies. I was hoping to have him just, like... Danger. High voltage. Show danger. up when all the kids are dead. It's like, fuck this day. <laughs> Poetic license. Yeah. Okay, so we faded out for some reason. Okay, so now we're back to uh, Bill. And he's in the cabin, and he's getting two lanterns. It's very dark. He's lighting them up. I don't know if Alice is with him or not. I assume that she's in there. Because if you think all of your friends are missing and the phone lines are dead, you're not going to want to be alone. Right. That's a big-ass flame. Okay, so one of the lanterns is lit. Trying to get the other one. 
to use an old lantern like that? No. I don't think I know either. Whoa, what it, is that propane? Like, why is that flame getting so big? I don't understand lanterns. I think it's actually gas. I was born in 92. I don't know these things. Okay, so he's going out to check again. He's putting on his uh, his big red poncho, and he's got his lantern. And Alice is sleeping on the couch. Because when you're terrified that everyone's missing, that's what you do. All right, so we're zooming in on her sleeping. I don't really know why, because I don't think the killer's in there. I don't think this is a POV. Okay, so Ned's heading towards the sign that says high voltage. You mean Bill? Ned's, yes. Ned's dead. Ned's dead, sorry. Bill is heading towards the sign that says high voltage. So you know he's going to be just fine, because they've shown this sign three times. All right, he's taking off his poncho. He's looking around. Grabbing his lantern, because he needs to be able to see. doesn't have kind of bacon to help him. I know. He's got to do all the work himself. All right, he's leaning over something, looking into it. That doesn't seem safe. Okay, so it's back. It's a wide shot, which makes you think that you're supposed to be looking out the door. Okay, so he's cleaning something with like a... Chimney yeah. sweep. Yeah. Oh, it's full of gas. Oh, so it's like an it's like an oil cage. Gotcha. Again, like oh, this that's a brilliant shot because you keep wanting to look out the door because you assume that something is going to be there. Okay, the ominous theme is playing, so we're looking at his back now and he's doing something with the generator or whatever this thing is, and somebody's coming up towards him. Oh nope. Okay. Oh, they're good. <laughs> I keep thinking I know what's going to happen. <laughs> okay, so he's moving. Oh, oh she woke Alice up. just woke up from a dream and she screamed, Bill! And now she's confused that she's alone. Her lantern is still on, though. Okay, so she figured out why Bill is gone. Yeah, you went. Okay, so she's walking towards the door, which is open. Oh, no, never mind. She's in the kitchen. She's gonna make some tea. That's what I do when I'm worried, though. That makes a good. Pops off to Bill, though. She's having a good, like a, a good nap, and he's like, "I'm just gonna make two lanterns." Yeah, what a sweet guy. <laughs> so when she wakes up, she has a lantern. All right, she's wringing her hands. She doesn't know what to do. She's put on some tea. She's getting a teacup. We need more teacups. We have mugs, but oh, that's real close to that flame, lady. That's gonna get hot. Yeah. Oh, is that coffee? She's making coffee. But she's making two. Oh, that's so One nice. Yeah, see, that's that's how it that's works. that's how you do things, people. In this world, let's just be a little kinder to each other. Did you know that yesterday was also World Kindness Day? Oh, I feel really bad when I put the that's <laughs> why so I told you to bring me donuts and coffee. I was like, it's real kindness day. Be kind. 
Are you donuts? All right, so Alice is coming in and out of the pantry. Again, you assume that someone's going to be on the other side of the door. Somebody's going to be there. Okay, so she's got, I assume this is sugar that she's putting in the, in the teacups for the coffee. Waiting for something to happen. The suspense is building. Okay, so she, uh, she's outside now, yelling for Bill. But she's got the tea kettle on. Okay, so she's out in the woods, yelling his name. We hear some kind of ominous music. Okay, so she's gone into the generator room and his poncho is on the ground. So she's looking around. Where could he be? She's getting frustrated now, as I would too. Also, I just looked at the clock. It is 6.49. Oh my god, he's dead! Oh, that is a vicious death. I forgot about this one. Okay, he's nailed to the door with uh, arrows. Like, from the archery range. So he's just hanging from the door. So she's freaking out, as you would. As you would. Because she's now the only one alive. Well, except for Steve. Oh, no, wait, Steve just died. Okay. But we assume. So, some kind of blow to the stomach. Okay, so she's locked herself in one of the cabins. She's just pulling the door real hard. Trying to figure out how she can lock this door. Okay, so she's got a rope. That's actually pretty smart. She just threw the rope over the beam and she's going to tie it to the doorknob so that it can't open. Unless the door opens the other way. Which I don't think it does, but... Right. That would be my luck. Um, Alright, so she successfully tied this door shut. She's closing all the windows and the blinds. Oh, she's also putting a log in front of the door. Alright. Oh, underneath. So she's trying to jam the door knob. But she just threw something for no reason. Alright, so she's also put a coffee table in front of the door. Very stern. Which, like, for sure, she just saw somebody brutally murdered. So, yeah, she's just stacking a shit ton of stuff in front of the door. Which, like, there's windows on either side of the door. Maybe coming down a little bit. So she's got a bat and her lantern. She's walking towards something, but we can't see what it is yet. Right. 
Oh, is she looking out another window? Oh, she's going into another room. Okay, she's back in the kitchen. She's walking around. We don't see anything. She's looking for something in the kitchen. I can't remember what. Oh, that's a. That looks like a tiny little pitchfork. Okay, she's closing the blinds again. She heard some kind of rustling. I hear some wildlife, so that's what it is. Oh, Sigh she's relaxing now, even though. What is she gonna do? Oh my god, a body has just been thrown through the window, and it's Brenda. Brenda is officially dead. She's like tied up or something. She's got all these ropes around her. So Alice is freaking out, sliding down the wall. Oh god, I mean, what do you do in that situation? Alright, so she's crawling away. Which, like, how dramatic would that be? Not only do you see that your friend is dead, but your friend's dead body has just been thrown through. Raincoat has just gotten caught, so she's ripped off her raincoat. She's running away. Oh god. We see we see a oh, light. Like a okay, we see Headlights. It's the Jeep. It's it's what's his face's Jeep. Alright, so she's running outside and she's, and she's yelling for Steve. The sweet little old lady. Well, I'm, I'm Mrs. Oh, an old friend of the Christie's. Oh, that sweater is on. I would love to learn that. She's trying to calm it down. But Alice is freaking out because she just saw two of her friends dead. No, 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 but it's all right. I'll take care of you. I, I used to work for the Christie's. Oh, she used to work at the camp. She, she knows the Christie's. Please help me get out of here. Shut this place. And the stone, that's why you're upset. No, no, they're all dead. They're all dead. Did you see that? All dead. No, no, please don't make me. This lady's gonna go look. It's gonna be fine. Right. I'm not afraid. She's not afraid. All right, so Mrs. Borges is walking towards the cabin. And she's looking around. Everything's disarrayed. Oh my god. Lord. She's gasping because Brenda's so dead body is on the floor. So pretty. So young, so pretty. What monster could have done this? Bill's out there. Oh, this place. <laughs> oh god, he this place. should never have opened this place again. There's been too much trouble here. Right, so she's Did you about. know that a young boy drowned? The year before those two others were killed, the counselors weren't paying any attention. They were making love while that young Which, boy drowned. How did she know that they were making love while chasing drowned? Because you know they didn't come out and say that. I was working the day that it happened. The very fields. Here. 
I was the cook. Watched every minute. He was. Jesus. Swimmer. He wasn't a good swimmer. They should be on the national. Which is true. Yeah. I think we should wait for Mr. Christie. Oh, you're not going to wait. not necessary. I don't understand. Oh. So she's hearing. She's hearing Jason scream for help. The mom is. And Jason. Oh, so it's clear now. This lady hears voices. Jason was my son, and today is his birthday. Well, today's his birthday? Well, well June 13th. I, I, I mean, it just happens Friday the 13th. What happened? Jason was my son. So Alice is starting to figure out that something's wrong. My sweet, innocent Jason. My only child. All right, we've had a small technical glitch, so we had to stop real quick. We got too excited with the big chase. We got too excited. Okay, so um, we should be at one hour and 18 minutes um, and 22 seconds. Is that what that says? Yeah. One hour, 18 minutes, 22 seconds. Okay, and pressing play now. All right, so Jason's drowning. You you never paid any attention. So she's assuming in her crazy mind that Alice was the person that was supposed to be watching him. Oh, she's got a knife. Alice picks up the phone. Ah, it's right in the wrist. Ooh. It gives me every time when she just runs at it. She's like, ah! Okay, this is where he's his back up. Urgent menacing theme. Um, oh my god, and Annie is dead in the truck. Oh yeah. So they found out what happened. Picked her up and or she picked her up and put her up. Oh my god, and now Steve has fallen from like a tree or something. And Alice is freaking out. As you would. As you would. Alright, here comes Mrs. Voorhees. So that makes sense why Steve was like, oh, it's you. Right. They, they right. were family friends. Okay. Come this on, is Mommy. Don't let her get away, Mommy. Don't let her live. I won't. I won't. Ugh. So this woman is clearly deranged. Which, like, she's gone through something, too. So Alice is freaking out. She's in uh, what looks like maybe a garage. All right, and there's shotguns everywhere. So she's got one. Looking for bullets, I assume. Okay, so we can assume that she's the one that was fucking with the generator. Oh, 
Okay, she's looking for the bullets. is in there now. Just oh, aiming the empty gun at her. It'd be easier for you if it was for Chase. Uh, Kill her. Kill her. Oh, oh, she hit her with the gun. A lot of guns for children's camp. I know. Well, maybe there was like a shooting range. Slapping her. Alright, she throws Alice and she's just bitch slapping her. Why? Girl, why? Oh my god. Right. And she rolled it up, rolled out of it like a chip. Oh! Oh! She just hit her in the hit her in between the legs. Alright. Which, that hurts too. Men don't think that that hurts women. It may not hurt as much, but it hurts. It's her pelvic bone. I'm not saying it hurts more, I'm just saying it also hurts. Like, you've seen that scene in She's the Man where she gets hit by the soccer ball and she doesn't react at all. That's not true. <laughs> Alright, so Alice has escaped into the woods and Mrs. Voorhees is sauntering vigorously after her. Yep, there she is. Okay, so she's sneaking away in the direction that Mrs. Voorhees just came from. And we can see that it's a full moon. Kill her. Kill her. She can't hide. See, and that's where the kill moth comes from. Again, very strong choice. Kill her! Kill her! Kill her! Kill her! Alright, so this is where I'm gonna turn She's turned off the lights this time, good. Okay, she's back in the kitchen. And she's looking at her dead friend. And we can assume that she's praying, because it looked like she was praying. Get away from the window! Your friend just flew in from the window. Okay, so she'll be real quiet. Going into the pantry. And she locked the pantry door. Which why is there a lock on the inside of the pantry door? Okay, so she can hear somebody in the kitchen. The light is coming on the kitchen. Okay, so maybe she didn't lock the door. Maybe she was just turning the handle. But she's pulling the door shut. She's holding on to it. Which. I wouldn't mind. I'd be hiding. Right, well, because you can see light coming. 
through the cracks in the door, which means that someone on the other side would be able to see you <laughs> against the right. door. Like, they'd be able to see the light shining. <laughs> okay, she thinks that someone's left. She's breathing a sigh of relief. Hold it on this Oh, the door handle is turning! Oh, she's, she's hitting the door with something. It's probably not an axe, because I feel like you get into this here. Alright, she's picking up a... is that a pot? Ooh. Alright, this is where he's just broken in. We've got a here's Johnny moment. So maybe she did lock the door. I'm Oh, she hit her in the face with the pan. Mrs. Voorhees is down. Oh, she's bleeding out of her head. Girl, get out of there. So she's left. She's kind of sort of running towards the water. Yeah, she's sitting down in the canoe. <laughs> Which, like, she's been through a lot, so. Right. She, she's had an evening. Oh, no. Okay, so you see her reflection in the water. Oh my god. Oh my god, I forgot. You hear that nice music? You see someone behind her? You see the reflection in the water? Oh! She's trying to stop the machete in the water. She did not have a struggling. Oh, she hit her with something. Oh my god, she tried to stab her with a more. Alright, they're tussling in the sand. Oh. Kudos to this older lady for being so strong. Oh, so she can do a body Oh! Oh, she smashed my head in his hands. Alice Bitter. Oh, she's free. She's running. Oh, we're, we got another slow motion. Alice is running towards her with a machete. And this is where he's reacting. And she's decapitated! Oh, Mrs. Voorhees is like, oh my god, she doesn't have a head, but she's like grasping for her head. She could still move. What? That would not be happening for that long. That, no. <laughs> okay. Alright. You can see again that the moon is full. Tranquil piano music is playing. Alright. So Alice is like, where's the safest place for me to be right now? That's all of so she's gonna get in a canoe and canoe away. 
Which, like, it's not a bad plan, because if you're in the middle of a lake, no. it's dark, nobody can see you there. That's how Jason kills his people. I've only seen this one. <laughs> Jason jumps out of the ocean. Well, I know that, but that's a, we'll get to that. Look how pretty that is. That is just a pretty shot. Yeah. So it's like the reflection, she's asleep in the canoe, and then you see the reflection in the water, and the trees are all pretty, which, like, I don't know what June would look like that. <laughs> I think they might have been this one. Okay, so we see the uh, police have arrived. Which, look, I'm not quite sure why they're there. Just check Okay, so we see this really pretty shot again. Alice is on the lake, she's asleep. Her body's like drinking from the canoe, so her hands in the water and the lights are on. They're shouting at each other. Hey, what's up? Are you okay in there? And she's like, everything's fine, I'm sitting around. Piano music behind it. Everything's fine, babe. And she's like, ah! The needle. Your folks are on the way out. Well, my parents are coming. Are they all dead? Yes, ma'am. You were dead too. Do you remember very much? Boy. Is he dead too? Who? The boy, Jason. Jason. I don't understand why she asked that. The, the one who attacked me, the one who was dead. Right. right. Ma'am, we didn't find any boy. Oh, here we go. Find him. And they're like, oh, she's pretty. He's still there. Opening it up for a sequel. Even though the writer did it wrong. I know, like, how can you how can you say that, that you didn't want Jason to be the killer when you open it up that Jason's still there? Right. I don't understand. Yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. Got that tranquil music and we're And we see there's some fish under the water because the water's 
Either that or it's just a, I don't know if that's what they were going for, or if they were just fish underneath that lake. Alright, and there you have it. That's And Betsy Palmer gets the first shout out from the castles. Well, she's probably the best one. Alright, well, uh, so yeah, that's that's Friday the 13th, the OG. Right, the first one. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. So that's, uh, again, I have, I've got issues with it, but that's just because of who I am as an individual. But no, I love, I like it. Yeah, it was pretty good. I'm a, I'm a big, big fan of, uh, like, 80s camp movies, 80s slasher films. So. Right. But, uh, yeah, so there you go. Thanks for uh, sticking around with us. I know that this was a long one. Um, let me know if you want us to do more of these or if you really don't want us to do more of these. Either way. Right. Yeah, just tell us. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at don't touch that it's haunted. Email me at don't touch that it's haunted at gmail.com. Um, yeah, let me know if there's episodes you want us to cover, if there's movies you want us to do this again. Like, because right. I, I had a good time doing this. But... Yeah, we probably won't do it to, uh, what's the other movie that came out this year? The Opinion Apocalypse. It came out this year? This year. The year. Of... Oh, in the 80s? Yeah. Is that one you really hated? The first live action? Oh, Cannibal Holocaust. There you go. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> we talked about that last week. I hated that fucking movie because it's so boring. Yeah, but apparently it came out the same year. Was it the, was it 1980? Yeah, what is that? Because when I looked at the article about the snake, because they were talking about animals that oh, killed in that one. Oh, yeah, no, they killed a couple of animals. And you shouldn't do that. They killed a turtle. I know. Don't kill turtles. You can't kill turtles, people. But yeah, so, um... We will see you next week with another episode, but uh, just remember, don't touch that. It's haunted.